Welcome to Cold Water Podcast. I'm Nicola Halton. We all know the importance of getting out there and doing a great work for Jesus. In this podcast, we will learn more about the people who are involved in changing lives for good, for God. Hello, today I'd like to welcome uh, Chrissy Hills Perello from POC Ministries. Hi. Hi, yeah, it's lovely to see you, really lovely to see you. Um, I, I just want to thank you for joining me today. Um, would, could you please tell us about POC Ministries? It's Philippine Outreach Centre and how it came about. You can take as long as you want. Okay, uh, it is quite a long story, but I... I felt the call of God on my life when I was, it was just, I was just 21. And um, uh, actually the Lord used uh, uh, an evangelist who was traveling around our church, uh, many churches, but came to our church, uh, David Nellis, you may have heard of him. Yes. And uh, he was uh, giving a challenge about going on the foreign mission field. And uh, um he brought a missionary from the Philippines and he made this challenge. Uh, God wants to know, are you willing to go? Uh, he said, you may never go, but God wants to know, are you willing? And when he said that, God asked me, would I go to the Philippines? Wow. And at that time, I wasn't ready to say yes. yes. And in fact, of all the church, many people went forward to respond to that. But I was not one of them because I knew God didn't. He wasn't saying to me, you may never go. I knew he meant, will you go? And, yeah. and so I struggled with that for three days, actually. Um, but in the end, I said, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. And uh, so I came to work with that missionary that had uh, been in our church that day. Um, and so I came for a year's commitment to be with them. And while I was here, I then felt God calling me to start POC. And, wow. Wow. Uh, so that was how that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And it's, it's that commitment, isn't it? Because you're committing your life to Jesus in a different way. It's the trust, isn't it? That, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, it, it's a big thing. Um, you've got social workers. Is that, is that right? In POC? Yes. Yes, yes we do. Yeah. And what, how how you, you go first, yes. <laughs> now, the reason we have social workers is because we have children's homes. And initially when we started children's homes here many years ago, um, it wasn't necessary to have uh, social workers. The, the, the government were just happy you were helping. But of course, as, as the years went on and progress happened in this country, things got more and more strict and the requirements more and more, um, more and more requirements. And among those requirements is to have social workers to to um, uh, take care of the the well being of the children. Uh, so they're qualified social workers. That's yes. brilliant. And your child sponsorship. Um, what does it involve, and how would people get involved with that? Uh, we do have a website, uh, pocmin.com. Yeah. And, and so that's where people can find out more about how to do that. Um, but once people sign up, 
for a sponsorship or they can contact me personally. Again, those details are all uh, our personal uh, email and everything is on that website. Um, but once people contact us willing to sponsor, which is incidentally a massive, massive help for us, yes. and for the children, because it gives them um, uh, a, a, a greater se- sense of self-worth, you know, when they know that someone cares enough for them. But anyway, um, uh, once people show an interest and a willingness to commit, we then... Um, send them the photograph of the child they're sponsoring and a little bit about the background of the child. We can't give too many details because of the strict requirements, um, restrictions, I should say. Um, But um, we can give some details. So we give them information and the child will actually uh, uh, write them a letter uh, usually at Christmas, Easter, um, and so there is some communication from the child as well. And it's the prayer behind it as well, which is very yeah, powerful. Yeah. I would imagine yeah. that being very powerful. Yeah. And you've got a volunteering program, is that right? Yes, yes, we do. So anyone wishing to volunteer can contact again. Through, the details are on the website of the the English address. And they can contact our uh, trustees there, and they will be required to have an interview or an application form at least, um, especially if it's a long-term visit. Um, but yeah, we have we have a lot of young people come and spend like a gap year, you know, yeah. and we have a lot, particularly from Germany, actually. Uh, yeah, and if you were a new Christian and you wanted to go on mission. Would you recommend them being rooted, grounded before that happened? Or would you just, you know, um, depending on the person? Yeah. Um, We, in such cases, uh, obviously, for us, it's much better if somebody is grounded. Um, But uh, we depend a lot on their pastor's recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. So because there are people who are newly saved that are on fire and are quite stable in their Christian world in a short time. There yes. are others that could be um, problems, yeah. even though they've been in a church for many years. So, of course, we need to um, rely on a pastor's or minister's recommendation also. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's quite important. Thank you. Thank you. That was just something that was close to my heart on how how the timing of of, a, of, a, of someone becoming a, 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 on the mission field, really. Um, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that you have to be many, many years because there's some people, as you know, that might be an immature Christian, even though they may have been attending church for many years. Yes, so, yes. Um, we do rely on, on recommendations. That's great. Thank you. And obviously anyone who wants to fundraise on your behalf are very welcome to do so, I would imagine. Yes, yes, that sounds great. Dondi's Pioneer Church is your husband, is that right? Yes, uh, yeah. So um, part of our original vision for POC um, was to start a church, was also to have children's homes, also um, 
although it wasn't originally part of the vision, uh, God gave me a vision also for starting a Christian school, which we have also, and we have sponsorship for students in the Christian school also. Uh, we reach out to children in the community. Um, and we have 200 students. And, of course, it's a wonderful opportunity to reach the people in the community because yeah. they come to a school. Uh, our school is from preschool to grade 10, so that's 10 years uh, of a child's life, you know, that you get a chance to uh, give them a foundational uh a good foundation for their Christian lives and um, and even on their academic yeah yeah career. so um, and we do that completely free of charge that's... so that's so um, so we we felt called to start a church to have a children's home to have a Christian school and to have a prison ministry so church was always part of the ministry but it's my husband that after we were married. He felt called to lead the church and has done a marvellous job. Oh. We now have uh, churches in four different provinces and each of those churches are starting other churches. So, um, and my husband, Dondi, from ever since I've known him, he spends time um, training people for ministry. So it's constant training, group after group after group. And even in our home church now, we have, I think it's seven young preachers that we've raised up ourselves and they 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 are now well able to preach and minister in the churches, all of them. So, um, yeah, he's done a wonderful job. It's, it's absolutely amazing what God's done through you. It's absolutely amazing. Um, just a quick, another question is, has the pandemic affected POC ministries? Well, funny you should be asking that now because we've been at it for, for a year now since the pandemic. And um, by the grace of God, financially, uh, we've survived, which, um, of course, everybody thought that um, missions wouldn't survive um, because of wow. course, people people who support us have lost their jobs, etc. So you you know a knock on effect. Mm -hmm. But by the grace of God, we're still here. Yeah. Um, with regards to our health, until now, um, uh, we've been rather. Although the restrictions have been very strict, uh, we've seen little with regards to ill health until now. Right. That reason. Um, I was a little bit late uh, logging on to this right. interview was because I visited my daughter who was quite sick at the moment. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people sick. Now, I think it's just blue. We're hoping it's just blue. Uh -huh. um, but the, in the Philippines, uh, they've managed to, through wearing masks and social distancing and strict rules, there's a lot of... Um, uh, what do you call this, um, um, checkpoints on the roads, preventing people from traveling from one province to another, etc. So they're quite strict on those kind of things. Uh, but at the moment, that so, so many people in, in this town are down with flu. Right. So, yes. And even in our children's home. Uh, so 
we need prayer for our health at the moment. Yes, yes, yes. I'll make sure that happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Thank you. So um, this last Sunday, until now, we've been having uh, face-to-face services, but with masks and social distancing and temperature readings at the door and etc. Um, but this last Sunday, we had to close the church right. because so many people were um, But praise God, people are recovering now. So um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I pray that it doesn't go any further. It stops where it is that, you know, I pray that in Jesus name. And uh, while we're on the subject of Jesus, um, how would you encourage people to get to know him? Um, well, spending time with him is the best way to get yeah. to know him. You know, for me, as, as you meditate, just spend time. Uh, meditating on the word of God and just spending time talking to the Lord. And I know for some people who are new believers, uh, they may struggle with that uh, thinking about long periods of prayer. But when you start with just short periods of time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you that's how you develop um, a, a love for being in his presence and spending short times in his word is what makes you hungry for more. Yeah. So I, I think people who are new in their Christian walk, don't try to overpower yourself with thinking that you need to be spending hours and hours. And uh, But um, when you start with small but uh, short but um, disciplined, mm-hmm. you know, disciplined time, make sure you take time the Lord and even if it's a short time yes uh, your love for the Lord will develop and uh, and you'll start to hear him speaking to you through the word of God and uh, and then throughout your day you'll be able to hear you're, you're developing your your ear for hearing what the spirit says and you can only do that by spending time with him. You can't, yeah. it doesn't yeah. just happen from the blue, but it comes from uh, spending time with him. So that's my recommendation to anyone yes. new in their faith, their walk faith. Don't, don't uh, their faith walk, I should say. Uh, don't be, try to overwhelm yourself and try giving meat to a baby, if you like. You know, take it uh, in in small portions that you can uh, spend uh, time thinking about, meditate on just small portions of the word of God and just talk to the Lord like you talk to a thing. Amen. Thank you. And the, just, just the last thing is, is the, the faith and a prayer is 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 so valuable. Even when I've just prayed there, you know that God will honour that. And obviously, you must have seen so many miracles in your life with just simple prayers. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the very fact that we're we're here. I mean, we we encounter um, miracles of God's provision. I mean, that's the thing that we've seen uh, amazing. Uh, miracles um, and it's uh, it of course comes from great need you know yes and, yes 
and here's the thing we don't like need but it's when you have great need that you see that god god provides now whatever that may be whether it is healing or whether it is financial or it is for a loved one to come to relationship with the lord um when the need is greatest that's when we see the lord move the most yeah. and um and so but, you know for us we're needing a lot of money every month and it's yes. it's overwhelming if you would think about it because i'm not from a big church that can support with massive amounts of money um but it's it's a faith walk and we're yeah. through the lord and 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 um i kind of feel myself that the Lord just has it with me that we're always in financial need because uh, I'll just give a for example uh, with our own personal home we had enough to pay for it because I was given um, I was given a, a a gift from my parents that was sufficient to buy um, the house so we we made the contract and then suddenly the 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 rate of exchange just dropped right. so here again i would face that that personally also we were in great need because we'd signed a contract but our money was worth much less like half a million pesos less so it was not just yeah insignificant yeah. Uh, but it brought a smile to my face because i thought lord you just have it but whether it's in my personal life or whether it's in in our church life or in our ministry with the children, we are always in need. And yeah. and the Lord just wants us to depend upon him. Amen. And, yeah. and that's what I believe he wants me, to lean on him and to look to him alone. Of course, God uses people, and we're very, very grateful that God uses people uh, and, and speaks into the hearts and lives of people. But of course, for our hearts, we have to be sure that it's God we're trusting in. Yeah. You know, there's this temptation to, to, you know, for the Israelites, they were tempted to go back to Egypt because, you know, that's where they saw their, the source of their provision in the yes. past. Yes. And they were looking for Egypt, you know. And, and I know that the Lord, for me, he, he makes sure that I have to trust him. Yeah. yeah. And sowing yeah. as well, people don't need to sow massive things. Just a small seed is enough to produce something. You know, yeah. so, you know, it, it's those little gifts. Well, so I was just, yeah. I was just sharing about that the other day uh, on a on uh, our live stream Bible study that sowing, you know, you give it and it comes back to you. You know, thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. So it, you know, so you can't um, you can't lose when you do give. And of course, when it is planted, that seed itself it will it will multiply itself also. Yes. And, it, and uh, so it's a, an amazing way in which God provides for His people, isn't it? It is. It the is. Planting of the seed. Well, I just find your capacity. 
amazing you've just got such a great capacity to to cope with everything and and I know that the source is the Holy Spirit um because I don't I don't think any human knows in themselves that they could do that or what you've achieved with with their own hands well actually I know that I couldn't do it without the Holy Spirit because like I said to you before I didn't even want to (laughs) so Without the Lord even doing that work of grace in me, I couldn't do it because I didn't even want to. And when God first called me to the Philippines, I was actually anorexic and I'd forgotten about that. And, and when I told the lads at work that um, uh, in the office that I worked at uh, in Manchester, um, when I told them I was going to the Philippines, they said, you can't eat in this country you'll go out there and you'll come back in a box. And that's that's the truth of where I was at at that yes. time. God did a miracle in my health. Um, he, he delivered me of all of that in a moment's time. But also it made me aware that I, without him I can do nothing. It's all for the glory of God, isn't it? It's all to his glory because we can't do anything. It is, it is. But your testimony is astonishing and I just really want to thank you for sharing everything that you've shared and you're absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, Chrissy. Okay, it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Cold Water Podcast. Please remember to subscribe and join next week.